upon a time a long long time ago there used to be a kingdom called chedi chedi kingdom <laughs> chedi was ruled by a king called king damagosh damagosha and his wife the queen was shrutashrava now here is an interesting point about shrutashrava shrutashrava is actually the sister of vasudev and also the sister of kunti you know who is vasudev and kunti they are the kids of who they are the ugrasena the king of um, mathura a long time ago remember in the krishna story right anyway so vasudev and shrutashrava and kunti they are all brother sisters and um, shrutashrava um, after getting married to damagosh started living in the chedi kingdom now as you know here back here in mathura and dwarka and gokul um, you know in the krishna story how krishna was growing up in, in gokul and much later after defeating kamsa you know and being reunited with his family he was the prince of mathura around this time sudashrava gave birth to a baby boy now this baby boy when he was born a, a strange thing happened there was an akash vani or a voice in the sky and that voice told her that sutashrava listen very carefully this baby boy when you see you are going to be shocked you're going to be surprised by the way it look but fear not okay very soon you know in a, in some time a person is going to come and hold the baby in his lap and when when that happens he's going to the baby will turn into a normal baby okay it's going to be fine but there is one more thing you should remember that same person who will hold the baby in his arms will also be responsible for your son's death many many years later so shritashrava didn't know what to do when she heard this is it a good thing or a bad thing she couldn't tell and when she looked at the baby oh yeah she was shocked the baby had four legs and four arms and um she was shocked oh my god how will my baby ever live in this world you know she was very worried and her concern was that you know others are going to treat her kid very badly and should we be doing that if we see a person let's say they don't have a leg or they cannot see what should we do should we say hey you don't have a leg and make fun of them or should we help them yeah and not just help right let them be themselves if you can help them in some way sure but you don't need to be like oh poor thing you don't have to sympathize with them right and you don't have to make you should not make fun of them but instead if possible right treat them as a normal person you know there's nothing wrong about that it's not their choice correct i mean they didn't want to be that way and so what they will have other strengths everybody has some weakness and you can always tell oh maybe that's their weakness right that's how you should be 
but unfortunately many people make this mistake and that's what sudarshava was concerned and exactly that's what happened whoever came to see the baby suddenly they would be like they would recoil in horror they would say oh my god what an ugly baby how can you even hold the baby and that made the mommy really sad right for a parent mommy or daddy their kid is the best no matter what even if the kid has some problem it's not going to make it like make them treat their kid badly like that you know no good parent would they ever do that and when people say like that she felt really sad but no kid want nobody wanted their kid to play with this baby and she felt bad and nobody visited them you know like this several months went by oh yeah and the name of the baby they called him shishupala right and you know shishupala really means one who takes care of little ones right and they wanted it he was a prince after all he was the prince of chedi and they wanted like that and so nobody came and it was a sad time there in the palace now krishna heard about the birth of shishupala after all it's going to be his cousin right because his dad was sudev and uh, shishupala's mom or brother sister and he thought wow i have never met uh, my cousin i want to go see him and so he he made a trip to um, to visit shishupala now when sudarshava heard about it she was very concerned my god when krishna sees he'll also probably do the same like everyone when krishna arrived he went up and he was not like others he was he did not mention anything about the arms and the legs and he told sudarshava i am so glad i have a cousin you know and I, there is a there's a new cousin for me to visit and play with i know he's still little now but soon he will be old and i'm looking forward to that he said and she was surprised and then can i hold him for a few minutes he said yeah sure said sudarshava nobody had asked her that can i hold your baby nobody had asked and krishna did right and so krishna picked up the baby sat down and put the baby on his lap and as soon as he did that suddenly the arms disappeared the two extra arms and the two extra legs disappeared and the baby started looking just like a perfectly you know like any other baby right without those extra things and started smiling Sudarshava for a minute she was so overjoyed wow and but then she suddenly remembered what the akashwani had told right what does it mean it also means the same person would have to kill the yeah baby. which means krishna is the one who is going to be killing shishupala too and she told all about it to krishna and she said krishna promise me today right here right now that you will never kill shishupala and krishna said you know i i don't know about this akashwani but if that is what is in the future i cannot change that right i don't want to change it there's probably some reason for that but here is the thing i can understand you as a mother or you know why you are saying but here is the thing i'm sure shishupala will grow up to be a fine young man but let's say he he does wrong things he makes wrong choices right i hope none of them will be serious enough that i have to kill him but 
I will give him 100 ch- chances. Okay, not one, not two. You know, people always say, can I get another chance like that, right? Can I get a second chance? I'm going to give him 100 chances. But after that, if he still continues to do the bad choices, I'll have no choice. And Sridhar thought, hey, that's fair. I mean, I'm, my son is not going to be like that. I mean, once or twice, if he makes a bad choice, Krishna is going to be fine. And he will tell him and we will tell him, we will teach him. And, and so she got, she was happy. 100 choices, that's a lot, you know. And so some time went by. And Shishupala started growing up, you know. Unfortunately, unlike Krishna, Shishupala was following the exact same things that his uncle, yes, uncle Khamsa used to do, right? When he was little, he would torture, in the beginning, he would torture small bugs, then, then later small animals, then bigger animals. Once he started going to school, he would trouble his fellow people, you know, fellow students, then also his teachers. But nobody could say much. She was the prince after all, right? They would just not complain to the parents. But the parents knew that Shishupala was not doing the right things, right? And they tried to tell him many, many times, you know, just like Ugrasena used to tell Kamsa. But he was not one to listen. He kept doing this, kept doing this, kept doing this. And he had a group of his own people. And one of them in that group was his other cousin, name is Vakradanta, right? And the two of them together would do all kinds of wrong things and kept growing up like that. And as he grew, his evil evil nature became more and more and would do even worse choices. Now Krishna knew of this. Now as a lot of small things he never bothered, you know, especially when Shishupala was young, he never bothered about any of that. But then, when he heard some of the things Shishupala was doing, he started his count because they were really bad choices. You know, like, so there are rules of the war, for example, when they attack another kingdom, they have to follow the rules of the war. But Shishupala never did any of that. He would torture the opposite side kings, you know, take away all their things, like, you know, even though they have surrendered, he would just for not follow any of the rules and people would come when many times they would come and complain to krishna because krishna was now the king of mathura right and several years had gone by and and you need to intervene and he would try telling shishupala too many times but shishupala now was not one to listen and he would always say oh you think you are a much bigger king than me and he is actually jealous of krishna because krishna was very popular with many kings and he was very popular in Hastinapur with the Hastinapur family and all of that he never liked. He didn't have many, Shishupala didn't have many friends, you know, many allies. Allies means like other kings who would help, allies, allies, who would help them, right? None of them, none of that. And in fact, he would get more and more jealous with, with and when Krishna killed Narakasura and everyone was cheering him, ah, what, Krishna can't do any of that. It's all a lie. He just made it up. That's what Shishupala would say. And Krishna kept a count. This went on and on and on for several years. And now, fast forward to Mahabharat times, right? When actually Krishna is very close with um, his other set of cousins. Vasudev 
you know, not Vasudev's sister, Kunti, right? Kunti's kids. Krishna is very close to them. And Arjun, of course, is his best, his most favorite amongst the Pandavas. But also Yudhishthir, Bhim and all that. And they always contact Krishna for any suggestion, any anything like that. And it so happened that it was the time when Yudhishthir was announced, was soon to be announced as the prince, right? As going to be the next prince of, next king of Hastinapur. And it was the time when Krishna and, uh, uh, yes, Yuvraj and Krishna and Arjun had just then uh, fought in the, in the Indraprastha forest, right? Not fought really, but they had, they had destroyed the forest for Agni. And, you know, the, the Yudhishthir had built a beautiful palace there, you know. And they had invited, yeah, they had invited all the important kings, all their allies. And many kings they had invited. And Krishna requested, you know, Shishupala was always so jealous. Krishna told Yudhishthir, can you also invite uh, our other cousin Shishupala? He feels left out. And so, uh, so it was a big gathering. Of course, there was Dhritarashtra, you know, there was Duryodhan, definitely. There was Bhishmacharya, there was Drupad, there was all the important kings were there. And it was a grand event, right? It was a big event and Yudhishthir was the main person doing that. It so happened that in this event, Yudhishthir had to announce the a chief guest, okay? That means the main person, you know, that, uh, that would oversee all of it. And in front of everyone, when Krishna was there, Shishupala was there, uh, everyone was there, Yudhishthir requested Krishna to be that that chief guest, the main person. At this point, Shishupala, who had been fuming inside, always jealous of Krishna, stood up and he said, he started abusing Krishna. Why? Why would you choose Krishna to be the main person for this event? You should choose somebody like Bhishma or somebody like Drupad. Why this cowherd, you know, this person who does nothing but grazing cows that's all he did growing up right and he is just because somebody he killed Kamsa just because of that he was made the king you know of Mathura and everyone believes what he says you know he is nobody he is not um, you know he's not a good king and he doesn't have any powers why are you doing this he started yelling and shouting by now Krishna, who had been counting Shishupala's mistakes, kept quiet for some time. But he realized in his mind that the count had reached 100. And the time could not wait anymore because that was what he had told uh, Shishupala's mommy. And at that moment, he let his Sudarshan Chakra run out of his fingers. And the Chakra went and sliced Shishupala's head and Shishupala lied down dead, right there in front of everyone. And that was the end of Shishupala. Now hearing this news, and of course after that the event ended and everyone left, his other cousin, Vakradanta, who was furious that his dearest cousin brother had been killed like this by Krishna, came to Mathura and declared war against Krishna. But Krishna's army and Krishna himself was too powerful for him and Vakradanta was killed in that battle as well 
and that is how shishupala and vakradanta were killed by krishna now as you are reading listening to this story and thinking about it one thing you must remember is there is a side story to this several several years ago centuries ago okay when lord vishnu was in vaikuntha right vaikuntha is the place where he lives right with lakshmi and you know there are there was his his uh, dwarapalakas or people who guard the door jai and vijay right they were there guarding vaikuntha and some rishis arrived at that time and requested jai and vijay to let them in so they could go and meet vishnu now rishis were always allowed in vaikuntha and they requested but jai and vijay at that moment for some reason you know they were so, so so arrogant and at that point they were feeling so proud of their job that they were very rude to the rishis and said oh your guys are always bothering uh, vishnu they didn't even check with him he must be taking a nap please come after some time and they go came again and again they said something oh not today some other time okay and they were very rude to them and the rishis got very upset and you know they have powers and they cursed jay and vijay and they said oh you guys are so proud that you are the dwarapalakas we curse you that you will be separated from vishnu <gasps> no no please don't do that they said but the rishis had already left so now not knowing what to do they went running crying to vishnu vishnu please help us and he asked what happened what happened they told him why did you guys do that why wouldn't you let them in we were rude we were arrogant we realize our mistakes please forgive us and said well i can't take back what they said but here is the thing i will do i will give you a choice you will be separated from me okay but i'll give you a choice you can either be away from me for three lives that means three times you have to be born and and after that you can be joined you can be back in vaikuntha but here is the thing those three lives you will be my enemy and i will have to kill you okay or you can take seven lives where you will be my ally you know you will be my friend you will be my partner what is your choice now jay and vijay thought for it for a second and they said we will take the three lives we can't be away for so long for seven lives we'll be away from you for three lives tathastu said vishnu and that is the reason why you know you know something that many people may not be aware of that when when um, when when vishnu takes the avatar of narsimha and vamana you know jay and vijay as born as hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu and later on in ramayan when uh, vishnu is born as rama jay and vijay are none other than ravana and vibhishana no and kumbhakarna right vibhishana is the good one right so kumbhakarna is sides with ravana yeah so he is the good one and then coming to the mahabharat times or krishna avatara when vishnu is krishna at that time jay and vijay are none other than shishupala and vakradanta so in a way shishupala and vakradanta are happy because they they can now they've completed their three lives as vishnu's enemies and now they are they return to vaikuntha and so with don't... that
we end this story and that's the end of this story thank you